Buenos días, mis hermanos y hermanas, y feliz cumpleaños al Good Morning Guys podcast on this, our 52nd episode. Thank you so much for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to watch and play. With me tonight, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news and spoilers, the hater of cute robots and cooking rats, the master of bathroom remodeling and Toys R Us jingle singing, always rocking that classic Zach Morris phone, our very own Kid Novi, a man who spends his free time taking photos of marriage proposals and singing a variety of country's theme songs, the 24-hour extra live streaming, snake venom sucking, off-brand pop-tart buying son-of-a-gun Patrick Novacell. Uh, yeah, Whoa. if you don't call me that from now on, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. Also with us, our volleyball and beast of the East who can make you laugh in three words or less, Tiger Woods' biggest fan on the 18th hole, the man who's watched more paint dry than modern movies, the maverick of our podcast, and the top gun of competitive tank gaming, the man who's probably still trying to decide if he'd rather have a velociraptor or a horse dog as a pet, the robo-vacuum-stalking, Andrew Luckbug-clubbing, SpongeBob SquarePants, but not Superman, watching and dancing fool Ronnie Johantis. Mm, I like that. What was the Tiger Woods reference? Was that from? I'll be honest, I don't remember. It was <laughs> in the first ten episodes, <laughs> and our third member of this garbage truck on fire, the man with music in his heart, Doctor Who on his brain, and La Carreta in his estomago, the Fairchild Channel F console fanboy and future investor in the Channel G, the captain of the USS Tardis or Tartarus, and our resident Doctor Whovian expert, the Munch One Burger, the man who throws the most low-key weekend parties, Pitbull style, the youth group scaring, lapdog cuddling, parent signature forging, East Coast thug of a mug, Mark Boucher. Somebody went back and listened to old episodes. Thug of a mug. Maybe. (laughs) And finally, I am... Your final member of the GMG Quadfecta, the Brazilian Mountaineer and Transition Ninja, the only sucker who bought an Atari Jaguar, the guy who knows more about rights than Doctor Who, the satellite moving man, the man who'd rather wear socks with sandals in public than own a lapdog, the Nintendo classic game and carpet coloring, glorified babysitting, teaching dude in Brazil, Lucas Hamswish. Hold on, let's go back. You said you'd rather wear sandals with socks than have a lapdog? I don't remember that. Well... Yeah, he has definitely said he doesn't want a lapdog. Time to remind you Mm. of the past. (laughs) Folks, if this is your first time joining us, we just caught you up on most of our show nicknames from this past year. Or I did. If it's not your first time joining us, well, you just got reminded of all the nicknames, or most of the nicknames, that we've used in this past year. Did you miss some? I probably I probably did. I I honestly I didn't want to go back and listen to all of them, so I just got a lot of my old scripts that I had saved, and uh, I just glanced over a lot of them. Probably around the teens, we started to stick with the ones we have. But I think I there's probably more, but I didn't get all of them. So I did my best. I got as many as I could. And in fact, I honestly, Ronnie, cannot remember why I made mention of you being some kind of Tiger Woods. His biggest fan on the 18th hole. I don't. I don't. Know. I think. It, I think it may have been back when. Um, I Didn't think he, he won a major, and I watched like the uh, only the 18th hole. I think yeah, that may, that may have been it. 
that yeah. might have been that might have been the reference. Woo, guys, we have made it, or we're about to have made it through fifty-two episodes, one year of podcasting. How's it feel? Great. It's been great. Awesome. It's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stimulating. Mm. Wow. I would that was a little not weird. Gone with that one. Well, it's <laughs> not much else I can. Uh, it's not much else I can add to follow that up. So, why don't we jump, as we usually do, right into what's new news? Let's talk about a little bit about our personal lives. What's been getting our attention this week? Before we jump in to our very fun and exciting topic of the show. So, Mark, would you like to uh, start us out? No. But I will anyway. Okay, (laughs) that's good. All right, buddy, jump right in. What's been going on? Okay, so this past week has been the week of celebrations. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because basically last Thursday was my birthday, as many of you know. Uh, And so basically I went to like, I went through like a three-day birthday party celebration. Um, And so... Thursday uh, was, of course, my birthday, and thank you so much for everybody who sent well wishes. Um, I'm very thankful. It definitely makes me feel special. Um, you know, I, one of my love languages, if you've ever heard of the five love languages or, or whatever, um, is words of encouragement. And, and so when, when somebody gives me well wishes and actually thinks of me, even if Facebook reminds you, um, it still makes me feel good. So much appreciated. Um, and so, uh, Thursday, uh, was round one of birthday time. Um, went out to La Coretta, of course. Of with, course. With That's why it's wife. in your stomach. Yep. Uh, went out with my wife, um, just her and I for my birthday. Um, got the, uh, traditional La Coretta celebration, birthday celebration, uh, at the restaurant. Did you get another um, sombrero? I did indeed. Now, here's the thing. They kind of forgot it at first. And and because you have to kind of let people know, like, hey, it's this person's birthday. And they came out to sing, but then they didn't give me this. They didn't put the sombrero on my head. So if you saw the video that I posted on Twitter, the sombrero is not on my head. And and so I, I talked to, to Kristen afterwards. And I'm like, man, they didn't give me a sombrero. Yeah, you should have gotten the meal free for that one. Totally. <laughs> Maybe they'll reimburse me. I don't know. Um, but uh, the the waiter actually came to our table afterwards, and I was like, hey, are you guys out of sombreros or what's going on? He's like, no. No, we got sombreros. And and so he brought one out to me. So I posted that, that picture in addition to my... Uh, first video post so i did get another sombrero to add to the collection um and then right after that uh we went to target and uh got one of my birthday presents um which was a shirt (laughs) yeah um but it was a nice polo shirt because i needed more polos um but part two of my my birthday present was money um, to go towards whatever Wait, I wished. Real quick, the polo yeah. shirt was that like a you were given anything to pick out and you picked the polo shirt, or was this like you know mom getting you socks for Christmas? It was a stipulation. 
<laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Um, it was it was a part one of two. It's like okay, we're gonna get your birthday present, but one of them needs to be some sort of a nice polo shirt you can wear because gotcha. I needed more big boy clothes. Um, yep. Um. So yep, got one of those, and then um, we tried looking around like we were at the mall and stuff, and there was just nothing. I didn't know what I wanted for my birthday, honestly. Um, and there was kind of a limit to to you know, how much I could spend. Um, and I just wasn't seeing anything that I was like, man, I just want that for my birthday. So Kristen was like, well, you can just take this money and put it towards whatever you want in the future. So I was like, okay, awesome. Um, and then of course, uh, Thursday night, we had the old birthday stream on the Twitch channel, the GMG Twitch channel. Oh yeah. Um, Party at one time. point, yeah. at one point we had probably about 16 people, I saw and seventeen. I thought it was more than that. Did you? I thought it was in the twenties. Was oh, it? Oh, really? Okay. I thought it was in the thirties. I thought it was in the forties. Yep. I, let's just round up to a hundred. I think that was about what it was. I just I feel like what you're thinking is not actually what happened. So we're gonna go with that. <laughs> um, no. I, I, in all honesty, I saw seventeen was the highest I saw. Okay. Um. But still, plenty of people came out. Yeah, it was great. Many many thanks. To that everybody who was, came out, that and chat watched. was blowing up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, people were counting and everything. Unfollowing, they yeah. following again. <laughs> posting, posting rude comments. And... It's a good thing Patrick and I were there to keep them under yeah. control. Good thing we we're the moderators. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, this this kind of showed me I, I do need to get a mod for the GMG Twitch channel because we had a couple yeah, of party what happened in there. There was something that happened during the the chat that I missed that apparently we needed a mod. Did someone say something or someone jump in and say something during the chat? Yeah, um I forget what song I was singing. I was Nope, I can't remember, but I was okay. singing a song and all of a sudden these um these two particular uh, people came into the chat, and number one, they were like spamming follows, which was annoying the crap out of me because we were in the I was in the middle of a of a game. We're playing Apex, yeah, and I kept getting the, this follow notification every second because he kept like following, unfollowing, following, unfollowing, oh, following, no. unfollowing. Mm. So it was really annoying, and mm. and then. Um, they they just made a couple of really rude comments. Um, one told me to STFU, and I'll Ooh. let you fill oh, in wow. what that is. Um, oh, my. And then uh, another one made a, a very rude comment, uh, I guess, pertaining to my, my weight or my size. Oh, man. Um, mm. So That's not cool. Yeah, but... Uh, Definitely not. They kind of disappeared after that, so it was just... Trolls being trolls, um, so it's whatever. Um, I always thought you were really sexy, Bark. If that makes oh, a difference, well, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, other than that, no, it was a great time. Uh, we went from about nine o'clock Eastern to right about midnight. Um, a lot of people were having fun in there. Um, those who are squatting up with me, thank you so much to Sheldor. Of course, and uh, Eric, Eric Eastman, yeah, the old Bangle Man was in there. 
Um, and then I, I believe Spencer jumped in afterwards. Yeah. Um, I had no idea he was in your party until you guys started like talking to a ghost. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? And I'm like, and then we start talking about how we couldn't hear a voice. And, uh, Spencer, I think had to change his settings in his, in his PlayStation and then we could hear his voice. So that was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. That's kind of the annoying thing about, about broadcasting with PS4 is like you have to, um, basically have everybody check off this checkbox that says allow audio to be streamed on broadcasts. Yeah. Which I guess I get it, but it's just kind of annoying that you have to do it like, or it feels like you have to do it like every time that you, Mm -hmm. did you stream and have somebody in your party, but it's whatever. Um, but yeah, definitely had a great time with that. Um, so it was a good birthday and then birthday part two. Uh, real quick. Yeah. I didn't, I'm, I'm honestly asking out of curiosity because I didn't make it all the way to midnight. I was a fuddy-duddy and needed to get my beauty rest. But uh, did you guys get a win at all? Nope. <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was... Uh, Sorry to be a downer. It's kind of a week night for, for W's. But, but you had uh, fun doing it. We so did have fun. That's what counts. And uh, I was knocking out some challenges. So that's so always good. Good, partici- good participation award. Yes. And it's never a complete loss whenever you're knocking out challenges. Cause, that's I mean, true. Even if true, you true. don't win, you're still gaining XP and, and leveling up um, your character. So that's been that's been awesome. Um, oh, and Lim joined your chat too. Yeah, he, he wasn't did. in your party, but he did join the chat. Yeah, he was actually in the party to start with because I think um, he and Jonathan were playing Warframe uh, before mm. we started the stream. Um, but yeah, it was great to have my uh, my unofficial cousin uh, in the in the stream. Uh and that's a this story I'll tell you another time. But I call Lem my cousin, or he calls me his cousin. Nice. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah, definitely a great time. Um, and then birthday part two was on Friday night, uh, where my my in laws actually took me out to dinner. Um, nice. And I also received some some money and a gift card to Dunkin' Donuts from them. So nice. that was Ooh. awesome. So I took the money that I got from the um, from birthday part one plus the money from birthday part two, and went ahead and purchased Borderlands three. Oh yeah, there you yeah. go. Yeah. Which announcement time? I will be streaming on the Good Morning Guys Twitch channel. Yes. So that will be happening. Trying to figure out what what I'm going to do schedule wise for that, um, but as soon as I figure it out. I will let y'all know. When is that coming out? Nice. So it comes out September thirteenth. Okay. So so about a week or so away, um, which very I'm cool. very excited about. Um, so yeah, birthday part two went out to. Um, it's a it's kind of a somewhat upscale uh, Italian place. Like it's more known for its like brick oven pizza and that kind of stuff. It's called Waterstone Pizza, um, and. It is so good. Absolutely. Number good. one ingredient to pizza is water. Yeah. <laughs> That's not correct. I thought it was Apparently butter. you were not listening last Paprika. week. Paprika. My bad. <laughs> That's why you didn't win Bamboozled. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is why Ronnie and Mark both won. Hey, speaking <clears throat> of that, Mark, I messed up last week. Uh, the bamboozled before when we did the international one, mm-hmm. you actually were the winner of that. So, Woo-hoo! so far, Ronnie's won two, and you have won two. And Patrick, you have come so close and failed. So I've been bamboozled. 
No, actually, Ronnie's the only one who's been bamboozled in the second match. You oh. just lost. No, I just, I just lost. <laughs> yeah, you just <laughs> lost. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, obviously the night went on after that. Um, food at Waterstone Pizza was awesome, as usual. Um, and then from there, we kind of moved on to uh, my, my in-law's house, uh, where... Uh, my my mother and father in law purchased cake, which is always good. Yum. Um, and uh, we played some exploding kittens. Naturally. There you go. Which was a wonderful time indeed. Um, and so that was awesome. And then uh, f- Saturday was birthday party part three. Get Look out of here, you, man! Yeah. You are <laughs> my goodness. Where uh, I had some some buddies that were in from out of town. Um, one that just recently moved to DC, uh, one that moves that lives in North Carolina, and uh, he was just uh, like, "Hey, you mean North Kakalaki? North Kakalaki, excuse me. Yep. <laughs> pardon me. Um, but yeah, they were like, yeah, uh, so we're coming into town, and we we want to take you out to dinner for your birthday. Um, when do you want to meet up? And so I was thinking about, well, every time we meet up, we end up going to. Um, I'm sure you guys have Texas Roadhouse where you guys Oh, are. yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, yep. given I work there, yeah. I know a little bit about Texas That's Roadhouse. That's right. That's right. Oh. Um, but uh, I was like, man, every time we meet up, we end up going to Texas Roadhouse. I want to go somewhere else, um, someplace different for my birthday. And I was thinking about it, and there's this new barbecue place that opened up, and it's called Small Batch Barbecue. Um, and the food there is is fantastic um mm. the, what kind the, of food is it it's it's barbecue so he <laughs> <laughs> said barbecue place so what i meant to say <laughs> it's seafood it's totally was seafood. what kind of what kind of meat did you get <laughs> great seafood place <laughs> turns out the so sign can... fell off and there was a long john silvers <laughs> yes I meant what kind of meat you got, because you can barbecue anything. Oh yeah, so, so um, what I got, kind of barbecued food did you get? I got a pulled pork sandwich. Good save. Yeah. Yep. Um, I had some <laughs> nice. friends that got uh, brisket and um, some sort of sausage with like jalapeno and cheese inside of it and stuff like that. Um, mm. So yeah, but I got the I got the pulled pork sandwich, which was amazing. Uh, and we, we had a great time and they paid for my dinner. So that was awesome. So, but that was the end of the birthday celebration. Um, and then today, which as of this recording, we are recording on Labor Day. So happy Labor Day to everybody, I guess, specifically in America. I don't think they celebrate it. And that is correct. Yeah. I was just telling somebody today that this is the first time I've celebrated Labor Day. I think it was on the Discord I told I was telling people there I haven't celebrated Labor Day since 2011. Wow. Uh all the others have been in Brazil and they do not have Labor they have a Labor Day but it's not at the beginning of September. Right. So. Um so but more importantly in addition to it being Labor Day Today is my wife and I's two in year two year anniversary. Two in <laughs> two year. Two in year. <laughs> two in year. Congrats, man. Yeah, congrats, man. Two years. That's nice. awesome. Thank you. Which I mean, I know I'm probably, you know, towards the lower end compared to a lot of 
people in our group here and in our community. But um, still, two years is pretty awesome. Not yeah, at the man. bottom, though. You are not at the yeah. bottom, sir. <laughs> um, well, not a competition. So, <laughs> <laughs> good save, good save. Um, but in any case, um, so I asked Chris and I. I said, "What do you want to do for for our anniversary? Like, what do you what do you want to do?" She said Texas Roadhouse, didn't she? She absolutely did not say Texas Roadhouse. Oh, dang. <laughs> um, she was like, nothing. I just wanna I just wanna stay home and and just just chill out. And and so that's nice. exactly what we did. Uh, we, and you found a good one. Yeah. Uh so she's like, let's order pizza. So we ordered Domino's, um, which was fantastic. Um mm-hmm. and uh, we actually watched a couple of movies this morning that I did not intend on watching, but we just were like, let's see what's on Netflix. And they just happened to be two movies that kind of uh, complement each other. Uh, so the first movie we watched together was Mary Poppins Returns. And Very good. That's a good flick. This was, act- it was actually a really good movie, and I think... A worthy successor to the first one, for uh, sure. Now, obviously, the the first Mary Poppins is classic in its own right. Julie Andrews, Dick Van Dyke, just wonderful in those movies. Um, but I think Emily Blunt as Mary Poppins did an awesome job, and it was very reminiscent of the first movie. And I think that's yep. that's the route you need to go. Um, you don't need to go anywhere crazy with it. Um, and and the whole movie just kind of made sense, and it gave you that same sort of warm feeling that that Mary Poppins the first one did. Yep. Um, so it was awesome. I I very much enjoyed it. And then afterwards, we watched a movie called Saving Mr. Banks, mm-hmm. which if you are not familiar with what that movie is, um, it's starring Tom Hanks, Emma Thompson, Paul Giamatti's in it. Uh, Meryl Streep is in it at one point um, and basically it is the story of how Walt Disney obtained the rights to Mary Poppins because if you're not familiar Mary Poppins was actually based on a series of books um, from a lady her name is P.L. Travers and um, this is the story of, of Walt trying to trying to gain the rights so they can go ahead and make Mary Poppins Mm -hmm. and, and PL Travers was very particular about this movie being made and the specifics of it because this character was essentially a part of her family. It was somebody that, that was based on a lot of things that happened in her own life, a lot of trauma in her own life. And so if she was going to sign something like this over, it was going to need to be done her way on her terms, um, and and so this basically the story of that of understanding P.L. Travers and and the life that she lived, the, what she went through, and it sort of went back and forth between fa- flashbacks of her life growing up, and then this whole scenario of of Walt trying to, you know, convince her to sign the rights over so that they could make Mary Poppins, and it was a great movie. They did a great job with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but otherwise, uh, <laughs> that was pretty much my week at a glance. So, 
Patrick, how was your Hello. week? Uh, it was uh, it's pretty simple. Nothing uh, nothing really crazy happened. I think there's two things of note. Um, my uh, wife's parents had a donut party for everyone in the family. They uh, they deep fried some some batter that created like donuts and then they had a whole bunch of toppings on there they had like five different icings they had like maple chocolate um vanilla uh reese's peanut butter cup um and another one i can't remember but then they had all these toppings they had bacon they had Ooh, yeah. oreos and they, they had all the, all these different kinds of uh of toppings which was really awesome but uh but uh, I think they made probably maybe 70, 75 donuts. Uh, I only had two because <laughs> these, I, when, when you're making the, your own donut, you're putting everything on it. You know, this is because when you go to like the Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> they they put a little bit on there. That's not the way I make mine. I'm putting everything on there. It's piling up two inches high. So nice. um, it was, it was good. That was a good time. Um, and then on Thursday, morning my mom had back surgery it was her second back surgery Uh, she had one a little bit ago um and it uh the surgery didn't um correct what they needed to correct um totally so they need to go back in there and um and and do whatever they else they needed to do to uh to help her back to help her walk straight because she was uh she started to use a cane and started to use a walker because of her back hurting so much. Mm. Um, so she went back in and got another surgery. Um, so um, I stayed with her. I stayed with her for about four hours on Saturday. She was at the hospital for a couple days. Um, so I stayed with her um, and uh, she's, she's getting better. Uh, but, uh, but I don't know how, how doctors, doctors do it. Like the, for, for me, the side of the side of blood or stitches or, you know, incisions and all that stuff. It just, it, it freaks me out looking at the, the end result. I just can't imagine uh, doctors getting in there and say, Oh, this is, this is fine. You know, like they're, they're okay with it. It's like, it takes a special kind of person to, to get in there and do that type of surgery. So shout out to all those doctors out there and nurses that helped my mom uh, get through all that. Mm. Yes. Um, Apex legends haven't played really much of that this past week. Uh, I've been taking a week off. So I've been venturing out and playing a, a couple other games. Uh, one of the games I, uh, I played was um, Blair, Witch. Oh it's yeah. A new, game on game pass uh i played about maybe an hour of that game and i was bored i was so bored uh it was if you haven't seen this blair wish game you are just some guy who goes into the uh burkittsville i think it is the you know the site of the 1996 or 1999 or whatever it was uh trio of students who went to do a documentary about Blair Witch. So this game is based in 2019 about a boy who got lost in the woods. And this guy goes into the woods with his dog to try to find this this boy. And for about an hour I'm just walking around in the in the forest with my dog just picking up like cigarette packs, uh small small trinkets uh pop cans i'm like this is boring i'm sure this game could have gotten better but 
at that point, I'm like, you know what? I am so bored with this and I'm irritated with how slow it is. Um, I just turned it off and then I just, I put in the movie Blair Witch, <laughs> the original one. So, and, so like, did you yeah. see anything? There was nothing scary? And nothing the time scary. You... Wow. I had, my fla- I had my flashlight out and I'm just, it was... Yeah, it was it was a very disappointing start. You know, usually uh, games that are you know, I really don't know or don't know a lot about or I'm just going in blind. This game didn't have that hook at the beginning for me. Um, so, yeah, I just turned it off and <laughs> I uninstalled it. I'm like, never going back to this game. Mm. So after I watched Blair Witch again, which I love that movie. It was one of the original. I think it was the original found footage movie. Yep. You guys remember that? You guys remember everyone's uh, thinking like, "Was this movie real?" Oh yeah. Was that was that yep. real? Yeah. yeah, I remember seeing a lot of people thought it was real stuff. Yeah, but the the first credits afterwards it says written and produced by. I'm like, okay, you can already tell it's been a it's a it's a it's a movie. Uh, but uh, so after that, I watched that. I uh, I went back on the Game Pass and I was looking around for games to play, um, and I found this game called Supermarket Shriek. Have you guys ever heard of Supermarket Shriek? No. Oh my yes. goodness. Yes. Ronnie, I believe none of that. Uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've, was there an actual game show based off of that? That's Supermarket, Supermarket Sweep. Yeah, that's oh, Supermarket Sweep. Yes. <laughs> there was a I remember a game that show is. called yeah, Supermarket Sweep, but not. That was pretty like, scary at times, but no. Oh yeah. <laughs> so scary. So, this game is like overcooked. There, in, in a sense, where there are uh, levels, and your goal is to get three stars on each level. Um, except you are a, a boy and a goat that are I did not see that coming a boy <laughs> and neither. a goat me neither uh so combined or too different they are thrown into a shopping cart and when you press the left trigger the boy screams and you turn left when you pull the right trigger the goat screams and you turn right <laughs> You you hold down both triggers they both scream and you go straight so the goal of the game is there's like different different types of uh, of levels. One would be to uh, go through the entire supermarket or that like little store uh, as fast as you can. Another would be try to beat a ambulance that a small like little remote control car ambulance through the um, through the supermarket. Another one would be um, to get like certain items from shelves. Yeah, and pretty much you're just like bumping into them to grab them. And this game is bonkers. If you thought Overcooked was fun, this game is hilarious. The alone, just the screams from the goat and the boy as you're as you're going in the in the shopping cart is hilarious. You just <laughs> hear ah ah ah. <laughs> if you get a chance you know, just look up on youtube mark do you have game pass yes i do you need to download this one all right uh-huh. download it and report back i'll give it a shot was it, was it again? supermarket supermarket shriek shriek okay yes okay and then uh and then the last game that i started is batman arkham city Woo! that's yeah, a good yeah. one I played that one when it first came out. 
and then I think it was free on PS Plus last month, mm. and uh, so I'm going to go through that again, and um, I think I've gotten through, I don't know, I've played, probably played like two hours of it so far, mm. and oh man, the Batman Arkham games are just so good. They are just so good. Yeah, they're, they are. They're unmatched. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but uh, other than that, that's about it. Nice. Ronnie, how about you? I'm glad I went last here and not like in the middle of your updates because like when you said you didn't have a lot, like I really don't have a lot. <laughs> um, hey, Ronnie. So, Ronnie, te- technically you're not last. Oh, I thought you were about to say I was muted again. <laughs> <laughs> I was checked my mic. Oh, uh, yeah, technically I'm not last. So um, my week was pretty normal. I really didn't do anything out of the ordinary. I actually did not have um, – I didn't have volleyball this Sunday, so it was kind of a nice, a little bit more of a relaxing weekend. Give your body a rest. Um, <laughs> I decided I was going to have some people over, uh, some of my friends on Saturday night. Uh, they all came over to our house, and uh, we always do like a little fire pit like on the back deck. You know, nothing like too crazy. I think it was maybe, um, you know, 10, 12 people, something like that. And uh, we always go out and buy a bunch of like s'mores and stuff like that. Uh, to grill over the fire there and uh, we played uh, Cards Against Humanity which is a very adult game mm-hmm. if you anybody has never played that before yeah, not for kids not even close nope um, we, we played that we played um, I have a ping pong table in my basement uh, we always go down there and hash it out uh, those games get really uh, loud and, and fun um, I have to say I am uh, uh, I am still the champion I'm still uh I'm still a champion. There's always people that say that they're pretty good. Nice. And they come over and uh yep, they're not good enough. I am uh better. Not to brag. So you're not just the volleyball <laughs> beast in the east, you're the ping pong and ping pong and mm-hmm. beast of the mm-hmm. east. Yeah. You ever see you ever see those like ping pong championships uh, like on TV where there's two like it's usually like smaller Asian guys are holding them and they're like it looks like a karate move where they're hitting it every time like it's just it's ridiculous. It's nothing like that. It's very much a white, heavy set American guy version of that. Sure. <laughs> but so funnier. There you, go. Okay. you get the ball going. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It is funnier. Absolutely. It's funny. Like when people come over, I always think to myself, like when people say that they're good, like because we had drinks on, on Saturday. And if I have a couple of drinks like that, that's when you got to get me. <laughs> if you know that I've had a couple of drinks, that's that's the time to get me. Because it's uh, you, you know you just can't see the ball as well. <laughs> Everything your True. reaction time is not as good. Um, but we always go down there. We end up playing like doubles and stuff like that, and everybody's yelling and hooting and hollering, and it's really fun. Um, so we did that on Saturday night, and Sunday was kind of like a, a lazy day for us. We we got up, um, and just kind of chilled for a little bit, and we decided we were going to go over to my mom's house for a pool day since the holiday yes or the holiday today. We did not have volleyball on Sunday, so uh, me and a couple friends went over to my mom's. It was one of my friend's 30th birthday, and we just had like a kind of a chilled pool day, which was really nice. Um, so that, as far as what I did outside of the ordinary, was about it. I did watch um, Iron Man 2. Nice. In Moving the needle. Keeping up with the, uh, the Marvel movies, trying to get them all in order. Next up, I think, is the first Thor movie which I actually haven't seen yet. I've seen Iron Man 2, so I watched that again. 
Um, I will tell you, man, it just makes so much sense if you watch them in order. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like the Marvel it does. <laughs> just Congratulations. When you, watch, when you watch them all out of order, it's nothing really makes any sense on where anybody came in. But when you watch them in order, um, it makes a huge difference. Mm. Wow, they, like, throughout the, they planned this, all these things together. It's like know, it's throughout a the universe. whole like Iron Man two movie. One thing that I really just never picked up is like Agent Coulson. Like the whole movie is trying to get like a meeting with them. <laughs> He's like trying to get a meeting with them, um, and then it, towards the end, like Fury, like you know, comes into the play or whatever, and he's like Iron Man for the Avengers. Yes, Tony Stark. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, there's just some hilarious parts. Like the character of Tony Stark is is awesome. Really, uh, when he's sitting there with Nick Fury and he's like. Um, her report basically says um, he is nar- he's a narcissist, and he's like, hmm, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, no, it's, it's a killer movie, and uh, I think the end credit on that one is where they find Thor's hammer, like out in the like out in the desert area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, so I haven't seen the, any of the Thor movies yet. I think I've seen parts of one of them, but I'm not sure which one it is. I just flipped it on and it was playing. But uh, looking forward to that. And then I watched. Um, I actually watched a couple of different shows. There's this show called um, There's a show called The Family, and it's kind of a documentary, and it's about um, a Christian organization that, I guess, for lack of a better word, is has been kind of running things around the world behind the scenes, and uh, it, it's very very interesting. Um, it's basically somebody, um, a reporter, kind of infiltrated i guess that and was in it for a long time and he came out and did a full report on it and um it's interesting because you see a lot of presidents over the years um a lot of presidents over the years have been seen with the leader of this organization and and, you know it's 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 kind of a whole um just a whole big story about this organization who has got a lot of influence in leadership all over the world so it's really it's really an interesting one um we've been kind of watching that i've watched a couple episodes of it um, I'm still kind of watching here and there, just when I'm bored, the newsroom, uh, which I really like. That's a really, really cool one. It is, uh, I can't remember now the name. Uh, I can never remember this actor's name. He's the guy that in Dumb and Dumber. He was Jeff Harry. Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yep. Um, he's the main guy in this, and uh, he's a news anchor. And it's just a, it's kind of a drama film, but it's, it's really good. I guess at the time, it was more of a current events movie, or a current events show. Now it's obviously past, but... Um, it's really cool. And then I did watch the first episode of The Boys, Patrick. Yes. Um, and I will tell you, that is, <laughs> uh, even re- regardless of the description you gave me and everything you told me, I don't think I was quite ready. <laughs> like, like, it was, uh, it's a very adult movie or a very adult TV show. Um, yeah, all the situations and everything in it, it is definitely a, completely different way to look at like a superhero right or people with superhero powers it's basically like you said if they it's it's superheroes if they all were in like this union and they kind of just abuse their powers it's basically that i think the last i think the end of the first episode is where like the main superhero which was the um um what do they call him homelander homelander um, he like shoots down a plane. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, whoa! Like I, I thought at the beginning they kind of mentioned that he was not kind of like the rest of them. Like he was more of like your Captain America, you know, does everything right. 
and then at the end it shows him like basically shooting down a plane. So it was uh, it, it's a a different way to look at the whole superhero thing, but it did interest me. Like I will definitely keep watching because um, there's like some you know within all of that part there's a whole storyline about uh, you know somebody gets killed at the beginning of the episode and you know the boyfriend and and some other mysterious guy the guy who claimed to be a member of the FBI um, he's involved and, and he's not actually a member of the FBI at all so it's a very like uh, bizarre thing so I don't know a whole lot about really any of it yet because they leave you after the first episode with just a ton of questions yeah so uh, I definitely will keep watching because they did they did kind of hook me and um, it's it is interesting but again it is not it is not uh, kid friendly at all like it is one of the most unfriendly unkid friendly TV shows I've ever watched I think, I, I totally agree with that it yeah. is uh, they uh, every go situation above. is extreme yep yeah so and it is I'm sure it's a little like. You know, like Mark, you said, you probably wouldn't uh, go and watch it. I can definitely understand that. It's uh, the situations and, you know, the language. A lot of the show, I mean, there's a lot of vulgar in the show. You know, just everything that happens in the show. So I can definitely understand that. But there is an interesting aspect of it, especially just, you know, the superheroes that are abusing their powers. Like, it was kind of cool how they shed them in a whole new light than really superheroes seem like they've ever really been shed so mm-hmm. i will um i'll probably keep watching that one yeah like mark uh, but it was i uh i probably won't watch it either but i definitely the more you guys have talked about it the more i definitely want to read the story on wikipedia as i've talked about yeah. it before like just yeah, to get the content it, of it because it sounds really interesting like it sounds almost it, like it a very adult hancock or uh you know one of those movies where it takes superheroes and they're not just good or evil they're just selfish like they just well, and one of do the whatever they want to make like, themselves happy yeah and one of the things that i found interesting too is so at the beginning somebody is somebody is killed by accident by a superhero um it's a superhero that runs really fast he's basically like flash um except he's got a different name in this movie like everybody does um but he just uh, just accidentally is running really fast and runs into somebody and it just completely obliterates them. Just there's nothing left of them. Like this superhero hits them at super speed. And the story, a large part of the, the first episode revolves around the like the boyfriend of this person. And the organization confronts him and wants to pay him off. Uh, basically to keep quiet. And they want to pay him like $45,000. Which he just lost like the love of his life. And it, it's a very very interesting uh like scenario on how he's going through this like he doesn't want to like accept the forty five thousand. like he's upset he wants to go and like you know kind of like try and take down the organization type thing um but they i guess kind of go they kind of say in that episode that like these things happen all the time like superheroes accidentally killing somebody and it's something that you know, when you're watching like superhero movies and stuff like that and they have all these crazy powers and stuff you never really think of but it's like yeah, that I could it could be a real possibility. Like guys running a thousand miles an hour. Like, well, if he accidentally runs into somebody, like they're definitely dead. <laughs> yeah, and all that destruction in in New York City in the first Avengers movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. It's just it's something they never really go over in superhero movies or TV shows. So it's it's kind of a cool, it's kind of cool how they it like shed light on that that part of it. Uh, but other than me, other than that, um, 
for me, I really didn't do anything out of the ordinary. It was a really like chilled, lazy weekend, um, which was the best, honestly. <laughs> Lucas, how about uh, how about you? Before I get into mine, I did have two clarifying questions for you, Ronnie. The first question, mm-hmm. based on what you've been watching that you shared, uh, it very much looks like, thanks to your girlfriend, you are going to uh, keep your resolution to watch all the Marvel movies in 2019. I, I am actually tearing it up. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. You're headed in a and I'm glad. good direction. I'm, I'm totally glad that I have somebody <laughs> that wants to watch these Holding you accountable. Otherwise, there was probably not a chance it was ever going to happen. The other thing is... Um, the second question. Oh, were you going to say something else in regards to? Uh... No, not really. I'm just going to say that I'm happy to be dating like a nerd. I'm, also, I'm also happy that you're She's dating great. a nerd. For sure. The second thing she I... has Doctor Who Monopoly. First of all, wow. I just wanted, I just wanted to throw that out there. That's... She has Monopoly that is Doctor Who version. That might be a little too much nerd. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. It's good. That's pretty, it's all good. That's pretty far Dial it back spectrum. a little bit. No, <laughs> uh, the second thing I wanted to say is... No, I didn't. How much would we have to pay her to incentivize you to watch the, the, the remaining 45 minutes of Superman, Christopher Reeve's Superman? You can reach out to her, but I'm pretty sure... I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a stout... Payoff, it's, I believe. It's been 46 weeks. She doesn't weeks. really have any interest in it either. It's been 46 weeks, and I think what a great gift to celebrate the birthday of uh, the GMG podcast, the Good Morning Guys, by watching it. I mean, honestly, like I will tell you that like I feel like a hero for watching an hour and a half of it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I did everybody a favor. <laughs> I did myself a disservice, and I did something... For everybody else. So the other question is, is very abnormal for me. Have you actually like closed the door on this issue by giving Patrick his copy of Superman back? Negative. Okay. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm saying that I mean technically it could like walk itself into the DVD player at my house and start playing um, if somebody were to put it in, but I feel like it's not going to be me. Uh, that's 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 a hundred percent. It's not going to be me, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's not going to be Elizabeth either. Gotcha. As Patrick, no, not Patrick. As Matt or Arctic Warlocks would say, fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to lead you guys down. I don't want to lead you guys astray any longer. It's. I'm surprised that it happened. Anyways, Patrick asked me for his birthday, and I felt obligated. But I didn't really have any intention on watching it before that. Well, you know, I, I did just have a birthday a few days ago. So. So. But you would have me watch Superman? Like, you're a Batman person. You would have me watch a crappy Superman movie? Like, I mean, if you wouldn't watch Batman, like, that makes more sense. Maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. So close, Mark. So close. You almost had him. <laughs> Let's have a logic inventory here. Uh-oh. Well, all right. Well, moving on. <laughs> when talking about when talking about this, I don't know that logic is quite the factor or deciding factor. So, uh, guys, with me over this past week, I did a lot of uh, ketchup. Uh, catching up, not the, the condiment, but just I love ketchup. catching up on life. I know ketchup's amazing. I've passed that on to my children as well. They practically drink it with every meal. 
ketchup. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like that scene out of Tommy Boy when he's eating French fries with one hand and then squirting ketchup in his mouth in the other. That's pretty much where my kids have gotten to. <laughs> but doesn't David Spade just say, "Hey"? I can hear you getting fatter. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> so far, my kid's metabolism has continued its its course, and I can I can attest that the if their uh, if their metabolism keeps up like mine, they have a good thirty years or so before it catches up with them. So, yeah, good stuff. Uh, but I've been playing a little catch up uh, during my travels, uh, just over the past many many weeks. And a couple months, you know, between all the traveling, you know, visiting family and visiting churches and then, you know, coordinating a mission trip for three weeks and then coming back and helping my folks with some stuff in West Virginia. Uh, This last week was finally a time when I had a like a good solid week to just catch up on some things, messages, emails, things I'd kind of put off to the side. So that was mainly my focus this week, Uh, you know, working from. Uh, Wes and Tiffany, they're my friends that uh, live here in Indiana, and they open up their home to me, and I've been mainly hanging out at their house or hanging out at their church to use uh, the space that they have to offer for for me to just kind of work from home. And uh, I have like three more weeks in the U.S., and this week was really catch-up to get me to the point where over the next three weeks or so, I can really focus on uh, raising funds and, and partnering with more churches and more people uh, because that's like my main focus uh, over these coming weeks is to to get prepared because I have to you know raise a certain amount of money to 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 continue serving in Brazil over the next two years, and so that's that's been my focus this past week, and that'll continue to be my focus for the next few weeks, and for the most part it worked out pretty well, uh, at least until the end of the week came and I discovered that my friends. Uh, they use an app called Rover. I don't know if you guys have heard of this, this, this pet app. So if you are in need of like a, someone to take out your dog while you're at work or, uh, you know, walk your dog for you, play with your dog even, uh, or take care of your pets or watch them over the weekend, etc. Um, you can, you can sign up for this app called Rover and it's pretty much like Uber pets. And you can get people in your area to take care of your pets uh, for you at a, you know, it can be 15 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, a weekend, a day, whatever. And uh, you pay accordingly, kind of through this app, kind of like you would for Uber to get a ride or, you know, Uber Eats or whatever to get food. Um, And so they were... This is dangerous. uh, I mean... Yeah, but I mean, isn't Uber kind of dangerous? Like you're getting in a stranger's car car and... No, I mean dangerous for for the uh, the person who's going to be taking care of the dog. It could be, you know, and I thought of that. I'm like, these strangers' dogs are just, you know, you're taking care of them, and they happen to be like, I don't know, Cujo. And they, Vicious, yeah. They, they send you to the hospital. Uh, yeah, they're definitely, and I mean, I think this is early on in the app's life and lifetime or whatever. Uh, it's inception. It's very early on, and so... I would imagine that at least on the apps part, they have a lot of disclaimers and things you kind of have to agree to and know that there's risks. And I don't, I haven't used it at all because I don't have a pet. But uh, I'm, I mean, I would guess that there's some kind of process to it that that they use to help deal with that. But 
it, it is what it is. So they participate in it. They actually have made some decent money over the past few weeks using it uh, and taking care of people's pets. Uh, most of the time, it's just been, you know, going to people's houses and taking out their pets, playing with them for 30 minutes or whatever. Uh, but this weekend, they dog watched three dogs, a two-month-old uh, uh, hound pit bull mix, a one-year-old, like, small pit bull and a one-year-old, like, I, I don't know. Pit bull. A, a mix. No, it wasn't a pit bull. The third one was a different one that was taller and uh, like more of a greyhound-looking dog. It wasn't a greyhound. But anyways, these dogs were very active. And they already have two cats and two dogs. So we had five dogs and two cats in the house. And there were there were just pets everywhere. And half of these pets uh, like to jump up on you. They like to lick your face. They like to, you know, beg and all this stuff. And so when they came, it was perfect timing for me to go visit uh, another town and another church. And so I actually left within a few hours of when they started to get these pets. Uh, and I was kind of glad to do so because it looked like it was going to be really busy uh, in their house. And even later when I came back uh, a day or two later, uh, it was madness. Like I pretty much when I came in, one of the dogs forgot who I was. It had only been like a day or two, and it was barking at me like I was, a, you know, it had never seen me before. And uh, I was pretty much shielding myself with a pillow to just keep the dogs away because they just wanted to jump on top of me, and they were very untrained and uh, that kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'll be honest, I'm not a real big fan of, you know, uh, pets that just kind of are allowed to do whatever they want, like when I have a a dog or whatever, I, I teach it to not jump on people, to to not get in their grill, to be more respectful. And people don't always do that. So you just kind of have to figure out where the happy medium is. And, you know, I just tell them no. And, uh, you know, let's just find a way to make sure that we both keep our personal space. Um, but so that that made things very interesting over the weekend. Um, but, uh, so did you, did you sign up to watch other pets to raise money for I, your missionary? I most certainly did not. No, I thought that's where <laughs> it was going. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could be like a three week cure, but that's not gonna, <laughs> that's not really going to help me in the long run <laughs> as, uh, you know, I won't be able to watch their pets for the next two years. But, uh, then I, like I said, I did, uh, take a, a break from that and I went to Lynn, Idaho, Idaho, no. Lynn, Indiana, wrong state. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was close. way off. <laughs> Samsonite. Uh, Samsonite. Uh, but I went and spoke at a church uh, in Lynn, Indiana uh, in the morning. And then in that same church, they have a Hispanic church service in the evening time. And I went to that as well. That was really fun. And what's funny is I don't speak Spanish anymore. I remember some words, but it's really hard for me to think of it. So I usually end up speaking Portuguese uh, with the people there and they kind of understand sometimes there's not similar words that we use. So they get a little confused and I try to remember eventually we use Google translate, but, but it was really nice to visit, to visit that church. It was the first church actually that I've returned to in Indiana. It was my second time going to that church. So it was good to see those people again and catch up with them and stuff. But things, uh, things got interesting actually the night before when the people of the church invited me to a Mexican restaurant called El Carreton, uh, which I discovered is the cart or the cart. That's all I got. 
Uh, it actually also said called, it also translated the word as the bogey, which I don't really know what a cart and a bogey have to do with each other, but that's what Google Translate said. <laughs> that's interesting so, because La Carreta. I know, right? Also translates to the cart. Yeah, so there's apparently a boy cart, El Carreton, and a girl cart, La, La Carreta. Carreta. So I thought of you, Mark, when I went to this Mexican restaurant. <laughs> it was very exciting. And uh, and I almost told the I almost told the our waitress or waiter that uh, it was one of the guy's birthdays, but I decided not to lie, so I changed my mind. But uh, so I I got there and they said this place is amazing. You need to get some. We recommend this, this, and this. And of course, because we had just talked about our pizza episode, and I had talked about how I love Hawaiian pizza. When I was looking through the menu, I saw a Hawaiian option, and it was under the fajitas. Hawaiian fajitas. And okay. It had, it had chicken, bacon, onions, pineapple. And then my friend got uh, fresh grilled jalapenos. And I combined that all together in tortilla, of course, with beans and rice and lettuce and tomato and cheese, all that good stuff. And I destroyed those fajitas. They were amazing. Like the flavor Sounds was so good. good. The sweet and salty. Uh, it was so good. And when we were translating, trying to figure out what uh, El Carreton means, uh, it said bogey. And that was the first thing it said. I don't know why. Then we figured out it was cart because there was a cart in front of the restaurant. Duh. And, uh, but when they saw bogey, they said, oh, that's funny. We have a, an ice cream place called Bogies. And I'm like, oh, yeah, is it good? They're like, is it good? It's the best ice cream in the town. Well, I'm like, ever, ever, oh. yeah. And they were like, Happens we need to, to go be there. The only one in the town, but yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't verify that, but I said, well, let's go find out. And so we went to Bogies, and it it was like it was kind of like a mom and pop Dairy Dairy Queen, nice. uh, where where their main ice cream is soft serve, but they make their version of Blizzards, which I think they called what's the McDonald's Blizzards McFlurries. Yes, it wasn't that. Oh, they were called Avalanche. They were called Avalanches, I think is what they called them. So you could pick your Avalanche, and there was there was large, medium, and small, which is normal. Then there was half small. And I'm like, half small? What? Kitty? Half <laughs> kitty small? Ki- kitty cone? Yeah, like exactly. It's like, you mean kid small? No, it's half small. And I'm like, well, how big is this small? So they showed me a small, and it's it was twice like, as big as the half small. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you for that. It's like that's Captain like Starbucks, <laughs> where like a small is a tall. A- yeah, exactly. It was quite confusing. But then I just was that guy that's like, can you show me what a small looks like? They showed me a small. Now at this point, I I ate all of my fajitas, and I was definitely full. But when you when you get ice cream involved, it's really liquid. Like it melts in your mouth. You swallow it. And when it goes into your tummy, it fills in the cracks. So it really doesn't matter how full you are, right? Sure. Uh, yes. Maybe. <laughs> so <I'm Ron> Burgundy. <laughs> yeah. So they showed me this small, and I was like, "Well, that looks too small." And this is the only time I'm going to get to go to this place. So I'm getting a medium. Ooh. So I get a medium, and it's it's not huge. It's good. I mean, it's a good portion, and it was really cheap for the size. And I, I got what they called it the half-baked avalanche. And it was pretty much like brownie and cookie dough blizzard mixed together. And it was really good. Like the ingredients were nice and like 
soft and chewy. Like, I don't know if you, you've had really cheap cookie dough before where you chew on the cookie dough and it's like, clearly it was made a month ago and it's super hard <laughs> and like gets caught in your teeth and your gums and stuff. And this was like, gross. yeah, this was like melt in your mouth. It really was honestly some of the best, like just soft serve ice cream I've had with, you know, with, with the goodies inside. So anyways, I'm eating this thing and I get halfway and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to explode. But mm. the other people with me all ate theirs. Did you explode? No, I did not. Spoilers. I did not explode. <laughs> but everybody around me had eaten theirs. And I'm like, what is going on? What's happening? I'm usually like, I have a good sized stomach. I can eat a lot. And like we we were just hanging out and talking. We went back to some people's houses and we were talking. And I was struggling. Like, And I just kept making myself out of like pure stubbornness. I was like, I am going to finish this ice cream. And I probably, it took me probably an hour or so. Uh, it, it, it took me about an hour or so, and then I finally did it. And from that evening, from like 9 o'clock to midnight when I finally went to bed, and the next day, the entire day, I struggled. Like, it was not like Montezuma's Revenge or anything, but it was like, <laughs> I did not, I, I never felt hungry. I was just like, I am full of everything, and it's never going to go away, and I'm going to be full forever, and I felt like I was going to explode. But as I said, spoilers, I did not. But I did not recover until today, like two days later, and I realized that I can never do that again, and my days of eating a bunch of food are past. Famous last words. It's over. No. It's not, yeah, I know. It, people. I always people say that say I'm this. never doing that again. No, but this and is real. And then you forget about a year from now, no. you're going to do the same thing. I'm not going to forget. I felt so awful. I've never, like, I've never, I, you know, there's some, sometimes, like, you know, gluttony is a sin. And, but I've always, I've never struggled with that because, like, there are times when I feel not hungry, but it still is like, it's not painful. Last night or Saturday night, it was painful, mm. but I was so like, I can do this. It's kind of like when, I don't know if you guys have had this experience when you, there's something you haven't done in a while. Like I get to see Ronnie when he's 60 years old and he, you know, or 70 years old and he hasn't played volleyball for like five years. And he's like, he sees the volleyball area and he's like, I'm going to spike the ball. And he just jumps up and just slams and misses the ball and hits himself in the leg and he's like bleeding everywhere. And he's like, man, that's not as easy as it used to be. Like it just feels, it makes you feel terrible. Like you've lost a part of yourself. <laughs> that's pretty much what it's like now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And of course, as anybody who would, you know, be, you know, slamming their fist in their leg and be bleeding out, that's yeah. the first thing. Man, this doesn't feel like it used to. No, it doesn't. And that's just kind of how I felt. And I was very disappointed in myself. And so that's all that really happened over the weekend, too. Uh, besides that, on the gaming update, I did play a little bit of video games and some board games. I started Donkey Kong Returns on the Wii, a very old game. But it, for some of you that have purchased Wii games, Wii U games, Switch games, the value of Nintendo games never go down. And so the time to really buy the games, if you want to get a cheaper version, is almost never. So I never really bought Donkey Kong Returns. And I love the Donkey Kong games, like on Super Nintendo, Donkey Kong 1, 
Donkey Kong uh, 2, whatever it's called. I don't remember. Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country 2, I think, is what they're called. Uh, I played those and loved them. And so my friend Wes and Tiffany, they have a Wii, and they have Donkey Kong Country Returns. So I started playing it. And uh, I've played through a few worlds. It's really fun. It's classic. They definitely added some, you know, if you've played Wii, the waggle motions and the moving the controller around to do stuff is is very uh, annoying sometimes. But uh, it's there, and it's fine. It's, it's pretty fun. And it's definitely tough and punishing at times. They usually only give you one checkpoint through the whole level. And if you don't, uh, take care of it and that, you know, and get to the checkpoint or get to the end, you start all the way back at the beginning. So that's kind of annoying. Um, but the game's really fun and, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a good time. Uh, the other one besides that, I have been doing some classic gaming with, uh, he has a Genesis with an emulator. And then also I brought my Nintendo classic. So we've been playing OG Mario, Mario three. Uh, but the best was today we played some punch out. Um, nice. There you go. And, one of my favorite things to do, especially with people that didn't grow up playing it or haven't played it in a really long time, is to see if they can figure out the patterns of the fighters. Like, Punch-Out! is a really fun game, uh, <laughs> unless you don't know how to either pay attention or you're not good at recognizing patterns, then it can get quickly frustrating. And so, I, Wes didn't want to play it at first because he wanted to play two-player games. And I was like, you know what? I really enjoy just watching. And I've talked about it before on the the show, like when my kids played Punch Out, and and I and of course told Wes, I said, just so you know, uh, especially after he lost to the first guy, I was like, my daughter lost to the first guy, but she beat him the second time, and then she beat the second guy on her first try, so no pressure. And so he started playing, and he lost the first time, then he beat him, and then he lost on the second one. And I was like, you're gonna have to get some tips from my daughter because uh, she schooled you on that. <laughs> uh, and it's just funny how when we were little, like when we played video games, how we were so much faster and uh, and so much better at figuring stuff out. It's it's really uh, just weird when you get older. Again, when you get older and you just kind of hit those, you know, moments in life when things change or, you know, when things become different or, you know, you hit milestones. It's just weird how things just go that direction. You know what I mean? It is weird. It's kind of like this transition that we that we all go through, you know. You know what else is weird? Lucas. Sometimes I am. You're very correct. Well, with that and my weirdness <laughs> and the milestones that we're going to talk about, <laughs> let's get into the topic of the show, shall we? That's right, folks. We are talking about milestones because that is what we are crossing today in pod, our podcasting history right now. We uh, posted our first official episode, episode one, Introductions, in September of 2018, last year. And now 52 weeks later, 52 episodes later also, here we are. And to start things out, I thought it would be very appropriate if Patrick, our scholar of the Good Morning Guys our episode extraordinaire would share maybe some of his uh, statistics that he found or dug up for us to tell us what this year has been like. Yeah, sure. I could do that. Um, 
So we can go through our because we're on Twitter, we're on Discord, uh, Facebook, and now Instagram. So uh, on Twitter is where we first started um, our venture into social media, and then we added the other things afterwards. Uh, so Twitter is, is our biggest. Uh, has we have the most followers on Twitter at six hundred and seventy eight. Yeah. Uh, followed by Instagram, which we had just put up there. I don't know, maybe a couple months ago. Uh, we have 129 followers there. Uh, Facebook, uh, we are at 96, and then Discord, we have 42. Nice. So let's go into let's go into our top episodes, our top five episodes for this year. Uh, episode uh, six is uh controversy that's number one yeah number two is episode one introductions um uh, number three is episode 37 dreams uh, episode 13 is number four and that's music volume one and then rounding out the top five is episode three video games um we in our in our top countries uh no surprise uh the united states is number one mm-hmm um, the top city coming from Cincinnati. Also, no surprise. Uh, number two is Brazil. And the top city coming from there, no surprise, is Sao Paulo. Can't believe it. Crazy. <laughs> and then uh, then we got number three is France. Number four is the UK. And number five is Canada. Oh, Canada. And and we have an honorable honorable mention because we like to do honorable mentions here. Of course. So honorable mention is Mexico, which comes in at number six. Sweet, dang. Uh, our uh, total listen so far is six thousand nine hundred and sixty-five. We'll probably get over seven thousand by the week, by the weekend. Nice. And then our top month. Uh, most listens was May of this year at 777. The number of completion. Yeah, that's true. All those sevens yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. Very but cool. But those are the stats that I have for these past 52 weeks. So what do you guys feel about those stats? What do you feel about our first year? Uh, you know, I just kind of want to – we're going to have an overall, like, milestone discussions about our personal lives uh, but just to start it out, how do you guys feel about the first year of uh, the Good Morning Guys podcast? So the fact that we have a number in any of those categories greater than one is astounding to me. <laughs> um, just I had no idea that we would get as far as we did, um, as far as we have, I should say. Um, and, and knowing that there are people out there that, that enjoy what we're doing. Um, that they come back each and every week and 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 listen to what we're talking about. And you know we have ebbs and flows. you know some episodes may not be as popular as others, but people still listen. people still enjoy it. people are still encouraged by it. Um, and that's something I never saw myself being a part of. and I'm just glad to be a part of it and I'm glad people are enjoying what we do. So I'm excited about those numbers. Yeah, when I was putting the uh, stats together um, for the top five episodes, um, I was not surprised that uh, the our introductions episode was number two. Uh, but I'm very surprised that uh, the number three episode is episode 37, which 
I mean, it's it's only we've only been what is that 15 weeks since then? So it's only been 15 weeks that it's been out, and it is the the third most listened to episode, um, which is kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. I don't know if it was the, it was the the dream topic, and people are searching for stuff like that, and that's why that one was the uh, the most. Um, but all the other ones have 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 had you know 40 40 weeks. 52 weeks uh, to, to get those listens, to have to have number 37 up there is kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but like, yeah, Mark said, we had uh, we had like the the ebbs and flows. Some episodes are not as popular uh, as others. Uh, but um, but having having a community uh, that uh, that listens to us, that reaches out to us, that comments on us, that um, that tags us in certain posts. Uh, one of the coolest things that I like uh, that I like to hear is is when people uh, listen to us, they do their those uh, follow Friday uh, tweets on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, they say, "Hey, these if if you haven't listened to these guys, um, you need to listen to them." Um, and it's a, it's kind of cool uh, that we are one of those for for people out there. Yeah, and I've always found it really. <clears throat> excuse me, I think Patrick got me sick earlier this week. Um, what, what I think is actually, I guess, been the most surprising in all honesty is just people that find what we talk about interesting, mm-hmm. just it, that in general, that, that people would, um, just find whatever we're talking about for the week interesting, whether that be, you know, a bunch of nonsense or an actual serious topic, just, I guess, to see people in discord, having discussions back and forth about that, us having questions every week about our topic, you know, from our regular listeners, um, people, you know, people like, you know, they, they can't wait to maybe like listen to our, our latest episode. Like it's just, it, that is all very, very surprising. Um, I guess, I guess a very surprising, humbling thing for me that people would be that interested to listen to what we have to say. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I think that, I think, I think part of the reason that, um, some people do listen and I think that we're able to connect with people is because we're not just talking about ourselves to talk about ourselves. We're talking about ourselves to, to initiate a conversation, to connect with someone else as we've talked about before and, and to really uh, find points in our lives where we look at things similarly or even look at things differently, but, but how, whether they're similar or different, how, we're all connected and how there's a great opportunity that, you know, when you listen to a podcast, it's one thing to just listen to a podcast, get some information and move on. It's another thing to listen to a podcast and that initiates a conversation or you make a connection like, Hey, I feel that way too. Or I think that way too. And I think through our discord, through Twitter, we get that opportunity to, to make that connection. Like one of the, my favorite episodes when was when we did the faith episode and a lot of people like, reached out to us afterwards and and people shared their faith shared their lack of faith shared you know all the different things that that they thought and that's not just been in that episode it's been other episodes where people have you know shared you know real struggles and when we've when we've laughed together they've laughed with us and when we've when we've talked about painful things they've opened up about painful things in their lives and so it's kind of that we're kind of like taking the step so that they can take the step too and uh, that's really cool to to do that with you guys for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get a little more personal and just talk about maybe some of the major milestones in our lives 
Um, I don't know if, well, for some of you I know, uh, if you came prepared with any milestones. If you didn't, uh, if you guys want, I can go over some and uh, maybe give some examples to get those brain juices flowing. What do you guys think? You want to just wing it, kind of share some of your best and worst milestones or, uh, you know. What's a what's a bad milestone? Oh, you wanna... I wing it every day. Look at <laughs> I know you do. Well, I can give you some great crappy milestones. Uh, the first could be your first car accident. You guys uh, remember when you had your first car accident? Maybe you haven't had a car accident yet. I know Mark has. <laughs> <laughs> and I know I definitely have had a car wreck or two. So that's definitely a, a milestone when you first, like, you know, just destroy something or you're just in a in a wreck. I mean, that can be quite a milestone. I think I would like to hear what milestones are important to everybody. And, and I, like, I would actually like to start because – do it. My like my milestones. Uh, like I, my whole life. I guess a year and a half ago, almost two years now, my whole life changed. So all those milestones that I currently had, you know, wedding anniversary, dating anniversary, all of those things, all of a sudden aren't milestones for me anymore. So it's a little bit different than yeah. you know what you guys are going to tell us. You know, you're going to have a wedding, you know, anniversary milestone. You know, when you started dating, how long you've been together, all of those things uh, kind of changed for me. I don't think there's probably a lot of people out there like that. It doesn't always work out. Um, so it, the funny thing is, is when I was thinking about milestones, I was thinking about, man, what milestones do I even have now? And the answer is not that many. Um, I was talking to Elizabeth about it, and um, I think coming up on the 7th of next month is our four month, uh, four months from when we went out on our first date. Right. So that currently is, it's kind of the one milestone, you know? Yeah. Um, other than that, I don't, you know, I don't have a whole lot, you know, of milestones like you know, anniversaries, things like that. Um, that's pretty much it, honestly. Yeah, and with you know, with Elizabeth, you you definitely you know had a had a, a reboot, reset. But that's why, and that's why I think we want to expand it outside of you know relationship or mm-hmm. you know milestones of like things we experience no matter what our status is in life and and those kind of things. So whether it's a car accident. Uh, getting dumped, getting fired. Those are milestones that people hit. And those are the crappy ones, but the good ones can be uh, moving out on your own for the first time, passing your driver's test, getting engaged for the first time, uh, you know, getting your first full-time job, that kind of stuff. So, Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I actually realized this, this past month um, is August, marked the seven years since I purchased my home. Oh, nice. So nice. yeah. it's just kind of something that randomly came up and yeah. Yeah. Purchasing your, time flies. purchasing your first home is definitely a milestone. I remember when Mindy and I did that, uh, we, I remember we both had, you know, really solid jobs. I was actually a manager at a, at a cell phone kiosk in Sam's club, as I've mentioned about that job before. And I even posted a picture of the kiosk in the discord this past week. Um, but I, I had really good pay and really good solid, uh, job there. And then we applied for our loan and we got into the process of buying the home. And not long after we initiated all that, I quit the job and I moved on to a job that paid a lot less and it Mm -hmm. definitely made things difficult, but we were still able to buy our first home there in West Virginia where that was like, 
what year is it? 2019. It was probably like 11 years ago when we did that. So, mm. yeah. How long have you been? How long have you been in Brazil? Uh, I've been in Brazil now for seven and a half years. Seven and seven years and three months. It was June of 2012. So, yeah, a little over seven years. Nice. Yep. Yeah, I think like certain milestones that have kind of been like turning points in my life. Um, like for example, like graduating from high school, um, you know, going off to college, um, where that was where a lot of my life shifted. I mean, generally for any college student, your life shifts quite a bit, but, um, you know, my life in terms of where I was physically, where I was academically, where I was in my relationship with God shifted at that point. And so I would consider that a milestone. And then, of course, graduating from from college, uh, the culmination of, of like four years of going through a lot of highs and lows um, and just seeing what God had done in my life and coming out the other side um, was just a huge reflection moment uh, for me. And then, of course, you know, getting married. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, we're recording on my two-year anniversary um Hey-o. so <laughs> that's that's a huge milestone you know you've had well, i've had some negative milestones as well um you know ronnie we've talked about divorce um we've both gone through it and it's a huge impact on my life which thankfully you know god has done a lot of healing in my life and been able to turn things around in a lot of ways um but, you know, things like that, uh, death in my family, those have been huge milestones. Um, you know, the death of my both grandparents in one year, or two of my grandparents, and and then um, the death of my brother um, mm-hmm. were some, some big milestones in my life um, that were kind of negative. But, I mean, death, unfortunately, is, is just a part of life. Um, but, but things like that... Um, my first car accident was actually when I was 16. <laughs> um, I did Man, not have... Yeah. That was like right at the beginning. Yep. <laughs> I had not had my license for that long. Um, but thankfully, it was not a serious car accident. Um, basically, I didn't stop in time. And um, there was a guy ahead of me, and I sort of tapped the rear end of his vehicle. Um, thankfully there was no damage done and he got out and he was pretty upset, but eventually he calmed down. He's like, well, there's no damage here. Just, just be careful. And he just got in his car and left. Um, so that was the, the first sort of car accident I had ever been involved in. Um, obviously I have had worse car accidents since then. Uh, you know, one totaling $5,000 in damage. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I remember my first car is another milestone, uh, was a 93 Chevy Corsica and nice, <laughs> nice ride. Yeah. But I was happy cause it got, got me from point A to point B and I didn't have to ride the bus anymore until one of the gaskets in, in the, one of the weather strips or whatever in the, in one of the windows was like messed up to where it was like 
constantly leaking and stuff like that. And I couldn't afford to fix it. And my, my mom wouldn't pay for it. <laughs> so, mm. and that and other things that it kind of, the car kind of sat after a while. And then my brother ended up purchasing it and I ended up riding the bus again. So that was short lived. But for that <laughs> one sweet, sweet moment in time, I could drive to school um, and just do that, have that freedom on yeah, my own. I definitely think that first car is definitely a huge milestone. Um, you know, you mentioned the first car accident, and my first car accident was thankfully not with my first car. My first car was in existence. Mine was a 93, I think, or 92 Pontiac Grand Am. Uh, blue V6. It was it was a very nice ride. and uh, But thankfully, when with my first car accident, I was not riding it. I was instead driving my parents' minivan. And on Christmas Eve, instead of getting to hang out with my girlfriend at the time, they said, we want you to go wash the van. And I was like, I don't really want to go wash the van. And they said, you will go wash the van or you <laughs> will not hang out with your girlfriend. And I'm like, fine. Mm. And I <laughs> fine. Was, fine. It was, I was eight. I think I was 18. No, I was 17 because it was senior year and I hadn't turned 18 yet. I was 17 years old and I took the van to the car wash. And I was really ticked. I was just thinking about how it was, you know, Christmas Eve and I didn't want to go wash in a car and all this stuff. It was too cold, blah, blah, blah. And I looked over at the car wash and it was across the street on the left side. So I had to cross incoming traffic. And for whatever reason, I was too preoccupied with having to wash the car to not pay attention to what was coming at me. And I crossed into oncoming traffic and a mini half-ton pickup truck hit the back end of uh, the minivan and swung me more than 180 degrees around. And it was a huge hit. This is on a 55-mile-per-hour two-way road, and uh, apparently word on the street is is that this guy was going like 70 miles per hour in his little half-ton pickup truck. And, uh, yeah, it... uh, it somehow did not total the minivan, but it definitely totaled the guy's truck. Um, like it totally melted the front end of his truck and like, melted. It, like <laughs> okay, it didn't melt. It disintegrated. Fireball. Maybe disintegrated is it really? It all it pretty it much disintegrated the front end. It obliterated. Sure, melted, disintegrated, obliterated, and. Uh, he came out like screaming and yelling and he was an older guy and he was of course very upset and I was just like in shock. I was just like, oh, what did I do? And, uh, you know, the cops came very quickly and my mom and dad, well, my mom came, my stepmom, she showed up pretty quickly and uh, I got a ticket, of course, for crossing, <laughs> crossing without, you know, crossing the oncoming traffic and not, you know, doing my part to keep things safe. And, uh, you know, I got grounded forever, almost. And, At least it uh, wasn't your 93 Grand Dam. But it was not my 93 Grand Dam. I, nobody was harmed somehow. Like, it was a, I mean, it was a, I mean, a half second earlier and he could have hit the front of me. And that could have been a different story for, for both of us. But the way mm-hmm. he hit me and the way things all went out, nobody got hurt. Um, it, except for his half-ton pickup truck that, again, got melted and got totaled. Totally totaled. And Lucas and, is still uh, grounded to this day. Yeah, I'm still grounded to this day. It's been rough, like living in. You I've know, got a Brazil serious question. All that jazz. 
Was the 93 Grand Am, was that like a brand new car when you were graduating high school? Uh, it was three, no. That's the same year, right? School. You graduated uh, high school? That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> You're old! Yeah. <laughs> it was a seven-year vehicle, seven-year-old vehicle. Thank you very much, because I graduated <laughs> in 2000. Uh, well, actually, when I got it, it was 97 or 98, so it was like five years old. Thanks for that joke at my expense. <laughs> my first car was a 91 Grand Prix. Ooh. And I graduated in 2006, so it was... Uh, a little older. It was up there by the time I... Yeah. How old, how old were you list. guys when you got your first uh, cars? I was 16. I was um, 16 as well. 17. Yep. And I was 17, I think. I think I had my license for a year. You all, you all got your license at 16, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. You know, in Brazil, you have to be 18 to get your license. And there's no getting it earlier. That's probably smarter, uh, honestly. It probably is. But, yeah. So, yeah, that first first car, first accident definitely leaves a mark. But <laughs> Yeah, my first car was a, uh, was a 1983 Pontiac Bonneville. This thing Ooh, was Patrick and nice. it was a monster. I mean, it was solid steel. I don't know if it was solid steel. I don't know, but it was it, it was it was, it was a big, huge uh, hoopty of a car. I mean, it was. Is that one of those ones that has like the like the couch seat in the front? Oh, it would. Uh, uh, I don't think it did, but it had plush seats. It, it it was. It yeah. was really nice. Um, it got it got like twelve miles to the gallon though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was oh man, I, it was chrome rims. It was tinted windows. You know something that I sh- I oh, a, a skinny white kid you wouldn't imagine driving. Um, Feels good to be a gangster. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I've mentioned it before. I got, I got stopped so many times just because of the car. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I didn't wreck that. I didn't wreck that car. Um, I had that, I had that car for probably four years. Um, and then, um, and then I had to sell it, uh, for a, um, a car that, uh, stop would not break down. Uh, cause this car broke <laughs> down a lot. That's important. Yeah. It was, it was, it was like, I was, I was spending a couple hundred dollars every month on fixing this car. I'm like, you know, <laughs> You know, you know, you got to call a spade when it's a spade. You know, like okay, I need to get rid of this car and and get a new car. Um, so yeah, I I got I got the new car when I was in I, I guess senior in college back in like 2006 maybe or 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't wreck I didn't wreck either of those cars. Nice, well done, congratulations! You guys are on old. That. <laughs> you are old. <laughs> yes we are now when you guys took your driver's test this was another i think another thing a part of the milestone of just cars and driving and everything did you guys pass everything without any issues was it all flying colors did it go perfectly no problems nope i failed the first time me too i definitely failed the I first time i actually took it's funny i took the driving test and my mom she had a jeep grand cherokee at the time so like an suv 
So I took the maneuverability part in that, and I knocked over one of the cones with the mirror. You know, I had like the the cones with the sticks coming mm, out. Yeah, of them. Like, yeah. I just knocked it over with the mirror of the Jeep, and I had to wait a whole other week to take the test. It was terrible. Nice. Mm. I actually failed the written part the first time because I said I'm not going to study. I'm just going to wing it. And my dad said <laughs> you're going to fail, and he was right. I took it. <laughs> I missed like half the questions. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're going to have to come back later. I mean, come on. Some of those questions, they're ridiculous. They're, yeah. they're like, how many feet should you be away from this? Who can measure how many feet they're away from something while they're driving? Do you like stop and get out a yardstick or a, a ruler and be like, okay, one, two, three? No. You got to yes. have like the Iron That's Man That's exactly helmet. the way you're supposed to do it. Yep. That's what you they teach you in the driver's car. ed. Is that what they <laughs> teach you in driver's ed? to. Fair enough. Thankfully, a lot of section. Everybody's out with like rulers. (laughs) (laughs) What is taking so long? Why is there so much traffic? You you stop and immediately get out. Wait, 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 wait. I must measure the feet. (laughs) Thankfully, there's a lot of cars now that do it for you. That's true. That park sense technology that kind of gives you a, a warning indicator when you're getting. It, a little too close. It feels like such cheating. Like so I rode with somebody in their car the other day, and they had a side mirror camera, and in the center it would show how close they were to the curb. And I'm like, that is not fair. That just makes parallel parkings a no-brainer. Like, what happens when the EM the EMP comes and knocks out all that stuff, and people have to parallel park during the war, and they can't. Because they it's don't have like the little cameras. It's not like one of our parents. If right. we were driving, back hits, in my hits, day, back in my us day, at any point, parallel parking any was the least we of your problems. We had the wind-up win- <laughs> windows. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pump the gas pedal a hundred times before you started it. <laughs> you pump it. Wind the crank in the front. Put <laughs> <laughs> the grill. Pick up my feet. Give it a good start <laughs> to get it going. You guys and your CDs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your MP twos. <laughs> What's an MP2? I sequel to MP1. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I meant MP3. Okay, not everybody uh, can have nice things. Can you guys imagine like how like like thinking back at the time when like I started driving like CDs were for the most part still a thing. Like I had the sun visor like CD holder with like a ton oh, yeah. of CDs packed oh, into there. Yeah. Like how much of a pain in the neck that was? Like to have to put in like a whole new CD. Yeah. Like and now you can just like <laughs> I put my phone in like the little holder and it's like man I can just listen to anything that I want. I yeah, when you yeah. when you it's put crazy. those CDs in that holder, only like a very small centimeter of that CD is showing, so you have no idea what it is. <laughs> you have like you have like six CDs in every slot. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, yeah you shove you as many in as you can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You pull one out and like twenty come flying all over the dashboard <laughs> oh, and the floor. That's where that all one over your is. lap while you're trying to drive. I forgot I had that CD. You know, bringing up those CD visors that reminds me of another milestone. One is living on your own. Like I remember the first apartment that I got after college when I was on my own. In between the time when I graduated and before Mindy and I got engaged the second time and got married and all that stuff, uh, I lived in a very questionable neighborhood. And I knew it was questionable after that first Thanksgiving when I returned and there was uh, police tape all over the house in front of my apartment complex. And I found out from my neighbor who was schizophrenic that uh, somebody had lost a, a bet and they wanted their $10. And they went to that house and they shot that man in the face because he would not give them 
his ten dollars. You could not have described a rougher neighborhood. Oh, where was this? Harlem? This is in Mansfield, $10. Ohio. Jesus it really Jesus, wasn't a lot dude. of money. That's what my neighbor told me. He said it wasn't a lot of money, but the guy just shot him because he wanted his money and he wouldn't give it to him. And then I heard the story of the one guy who basically retaped this parrot head back on the parrot and sold it to a blind kid. That's, a, that's in a movie, and that could have been my apartment complex the in the first place I lived. <laughs> Pretty birdie. <laughs> but I lived in this apartment area, and I remember my dad was like, when he helped me move in my stuff, he was like, so this is where you're going to live? I'm like, yep. You're sure? Yep. And then and then that stuff happens later on in the year, and he's like, you're sure you want to live there? <laughs> so this is where you're going to live. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I remember the first time that someone... I don't, I don't know, the first time that I got, like, someone broke into my car and stole stuff. I don't know if you guys have had this happen, someone break into your car or break into your home or <laughs> Pat, whatever. Patrick just had this happen, like, yeah, last year at work. Didn't somebody break into your car and steal a bunch of stuff while you were at work? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 come, uh, I come back out to my car, and I sit down. And the first thing I do is I turn the car on, and then I turn on my Bluetooth receiver. And, uh, and I was in the bottom level of the garage. It was kind of dark. So I went to go press the Bluetooth receiver and it wasn't, I, I tried to press it. I was like, it wasn't there. I'm like, what, where is this? So I turn on my, turn on the light to my car and Bluetooth receiver was gone. There's like sh- stuff everywhere. Uh, all my change is gone. I'm like, okay, someone had broken into my car and which was like, it felt like a total invasion of my privacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when that happens, uh, I mean, my uh, that was was the your first car time. unlocked? How did they get in? Yeah, I, I don't I don't lock my car. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, that's my that's my own fault. Um, but that was not the first time that my car had gotten broken into. I mean, do you remember back in the day when you had like CD faceplates uh, in your car and? Uh, people would see you. You would take the CD faceplate out of your car when you leave your car. Do you remember those? Yeah, I do. Oh, I do yes, the CD player faceplate. Like the you face take plate, that out yeah. so that it didn't have any value or they couldn't use it or whatever. Yes, yes, you would take yep. that, you put take in your pocket or whatever. Um, I totally yeah. had that. That was my first and CD then player. People would just like second. break into people's cars and take the whole CD deck. So out. that's what happened to me in yeah. that apartment complex. So. Uh, it was just one night I was asleep and I remember hearing glass break and I woke up for a second and I looked around and I was like, well, I don't see any glass broken. So maybe it's just a dream. And I went back to sleep the next day. I came out to go to work and someone had broken my, uh, the passenger side window had gotten into my car and they had tried to steal, uh, the CD player, but they could not figure out the four screws on the plate, <laughs> like I had taken the face off. And, failed robbery. Yeah, it was a totally failed robbery, but they ripped off my like dashboard. Like they ripped it out. And unfortunately, I had not only, not only did they try to steal and fail to steal my CD player, but they were successful in stealing my wallet because that night I left it in my car. Oh, no. Accidentally. Uh. And then those suckers, they stole my two CD visors and stole all my CDs. Like, oh. I, I had shoved all my CDs into the two visors like we talked about, and yep. they took all of them. 
Well, after I filed a police report and all that jazz for the breaking entering, and I was working on getting my car window fixed, uh, a guy called me down the street and he said, are you Lucas Swisher? I'm like, yes. He's like, I have your wallet and some of your stuff. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. And so I guess the guys that had stolen whatever was in my car, they threw it all in this guy's front yard. All my CDs were there. My wallet was there with all my, you know, my driver's license and everything in it, except the cash, of course. And so other than the damage they caused and whatever cash I had in my wallet at the time, uh, I got everything back. So it was, you know, it was a major inconvenience and kind of scary because like they were like my car was right behind my apartment. And like, I don't know, you just never know if they they can't find what they want in your car. They'll just go into your apartment and bust in there and see what they can find or whatever. Mm, so, yeah, it was yeah. It made me definitely nervous for a while. Yeah, we've had um, pretty recently in our neighborhood, we've had people that have just been going into people's cars, like not like forcibly breaking in. They don't like bust people's windows and stuff like that. But obviously, people who leave their cars unlocked, um, you can, <clears throat> you can tell that somebody's been in, <laughs> somebody's been in the vehicle because uh, they're like they'll leave the glove box open and things like that. Um, uh, I think one of uh, one of my neighbors, uh, she had some stuff taken out of her car. I don't know if it was a wallet or whatever. Thankfully, we don't keep that stuff in our cars, um, but. It was it was very noticeable. I think the person was looking for cash or or something like that. Um, and um, yeah, there there been a couple occasions where people have you know just tried to get into people's cars yeah. while they're sleeping. So it's kind of scary, but yeah, for sure. Well, to go a more positive route, Travis Popsicle had this to say about his biggest milestone. He said, "When I was age twenty five. It was the birth of my first son. He's now 21 years old in the United States Air Force. Uh, up until that point of my life, it was all fun and games, and I didn't take anything seriously. Having a child who can't survive without me really made me look at things differently. It was an eye-opener, to say the least. It was an accident, quote-unquote, but certainly one of the best accidents ever. Now, only half of our podcast can relate to this, so Patrick, any thoughts on this milestone of having kids? Yeah, um, when I had my first kid, when Claire was born, you know, like there's a point when you're thinking, you know, you're, I'm not ready, you know, you're, yeah. you're not ready to have a kid, you have a kid and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to do this and you do it. Um, and it was, it is one of the most difficult things to do but also the one of the most rewarding things that is in my life right now yeah. um and we had talked about you know milestones people you know your your first car your you know first time moving out your first home your first apartment um graduating high school or college but once once claire was born the milestones that I now have are because of my kids yep. and it, it's, it's a total switch, you know, like I, there's, you know, I don't, there's times where I'm like, what, how old am I? When, when, when is, when was I born? Okay. This year to carry the two, you know, okay. All right. That, I'm this, but, uh, <laughs> but I know how old my kids are. Um, cause that's, that's just, that's way, way more important the than what i have going on right now 
um, and keeping them safe. And um, but it's it is it is the best thing um, uh, for me. It was it's just watching them grow. So yeah, I'm totally yeah. totally with Travis on this one. Of, of the they weren't uh, both my kids weren't accidents, uh, but they uh, they it, it is one of the it is the best thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah, I'm with you, man, 100%, and I'm 100% with Travis in this. Um, you know, and as Ronnie mentioned, I was a weirdo earlier for talking about video games and my kids and all that. Jazz is a milestone. Like, playing those games with my kids uh, and remembering the first time I played Nintendo with my dad, like, as silly as video games are, like, just having that those moments connect for me was yeah, a milestone. Sure. Like, like, watching them play that first level of Mario – and us working together. And of course, like I compare it to when my dad and I played and he was just as clueless as I was. And it only took like a week for me to actually be better than him. And now this time around, the kids, my kids don't always like to play with me because I like take forever to die or finish and they have to just keep watching me play. And so usually I just let them play and watch them play. Uh, But just enjoying that with him. And like you said, Patrick, like your milestones change when they come along. And I remember... When Natasha, before she was born, it was probably three months. And I've done this with both kids. For whatever reason, I get into this panic mode. And I do two things. One, I exercised a bunch. Like with Natasha, I started probably three or four months before I started running uh, like almost every day. And Mindy's like, so I'm getting fatter with this child and you are getting skinnier. Is there a reason (laughs) you're trying to make me feel terrible? And I'm like, no, it's not you. It's me. And I don't know what it was that made me do that. And I did the same thing with James. I started riding riding a bicycle like every day. And and when Mindy had James, she's like, you're seriously doing this again? And I'm like, I don't, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm doing this and being healthy. Uh, And, and, but then the other side happened with, especially with Natasha, I remembered I went through like, a month before I was playing video games as much as humanly possible because I thought I'm never going to get to play video games again or for a long time. <laughs> like I thought yeah. I thought all my yep. fun and fun times was over. Like I was like, I have to be a dad and I have to be serious. And then of course I discovered that, you know, I can corrupt you my children time. with games and you find time and you get to play <laughs> games with them eventually. And, and, and you're, you know, you're, you're not just all serious parent all the time. Uh, but it's an awesome, awesome milestone. And it really helps you get you like outside of yourself. Like all the milestones, like you said, Patrick, leading up to there are it's me, 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 the things happening to me. But I think kids are so necessary to help bring us out into thinking of the other, like thinking of other people and considering the milestones and, and just, I don't know. I think it's, while it's not something that everyone should do, I think sure. that, you know, everyone that does it, uh, they, you learn something about yourself. And, uh, and you, you just, it's an unexplainable, like it's the greatest blessing and most difficult milestones in life in a part of having kids. So, yep. Yeah. Like, like speaking of, uh, milestones, uh, that my kids, um, you know, I, of, of, with my kids, uh, I took my daughter on our first bike ride, uh, outside the house, you know, we're riding our bikes on the side of the road heading to a parking lot so we could because this new parking lot just got repaved and it was so smooth and you know previously we would just bike in our backyard uh across uh driveways but we had never had ridden our bikes outside of the home 
or taking our bikes anywhere. So it was it was our first time riding our bikes on the street uh, together, which was really cool um, to do because I remember just riding my bike up and down the street and I never rode my bike. I rode my bike with my dad every once in a while. Um, but doing that with, with Claire was just, was just really cool because it was the first time we actually left the house with our bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's cool, man. Uh, Pat Shibby, one of our new friends, or I think it's, maybe he's been listening. I don't know. Who is Pat Shibby? Uh, that's my Patrick. mother-in-law. Uh, okay. Hi, Pat. Nice to meet you, mother-in-law. Uh, she said, uh, marriage, kids, buying a home, graduation, retirement, being mortgage-free, becoming the oldest living generation in your family. Uh, those are some pretty incredible milestones and definitely milestones that <laughs> none of us have reached uh, half of those. I don't Retirement. think. Retirement. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That... That will be a good one someday. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. with with Pat's comment there, uh, do you guys have any milestones that – oh, wait. Sorry. I forgot. I have to mention too. Uh, Tim Pollan commented on Pat's comment uh, about milestones and said, well, I can't top that. Give it time, Tim. You will someday. You just got a little – you just need to get a little older, buddy. Uh, but besides that <laughs> – What's uh what's what's a milestone that you guys are looking forward to? Um I'm looking forward to uh the I don't know if it's 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 like a it's like a nervousness of when Claire first starts to drive. Oh yeah. You know that like first a sense of independence. Mhm. Um and that's that's is not going to be for another seven years six oh, and a half i guess if you're on the other you're on the other half of it though like you're on the other I side i am yeah there's less time now going towards uh driving a car and compared to before and that's crazy how about when claire how about when those claire are, starts yeah, those to are date. some very uh, no. uh big milestones i am not looking forward to and it's inevitable it's yeah, inevitable. I haven't even reached halfway for my daughter. <laughs> she's not allowed to date till she's thirty. So, yeah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. No, I know that's not true. That's uh, a joke. <laughs> uh, but yeah, those are those are some uh, uh, big milestones that I'm looking forward to. Um, you know, teaching her how to drive, um, teaching her how to be a uh, uh, how to re- respect herself and make others respect her. You know, like mm-hmm. when she starts dating. I mean, that's that has to she's going to take get a lot of advice from uh from mom right uh, but uh uh but when when those boys come over and they're coming to come over to pick uh pick Claire up for for a date or going out to dinner or and taking her to a movie and you're sharpening uh, your knife I am looking forward to having that conversation with that kid Oh I bet cuz I was there <laughs> I I know I know Yeah you know so. how that conversation goes <laughs> Yes. Bolster up yeah. your gun collection. I'll totally be the guy that I'll totally be the guy that comes over to help you, like, and just act like I just got out of prison, and I'm not afraid to go back. I'll be that guy. You know, the, the white cut off T-shirt. Have, we'll, we'll give you some henna tattoos. I'm gonna put like the gangster yeah. tiger drop, like fake tattoo. On Make my some face. comment like, "Hey, Pat, uh, later I need to go to my probation officer. He said that I haven't checked in recently, and he's worried." <laughs> 
Man, yeah, mine's also kid related, actually, and I'll I'll bring it up since you you brought up you know uh, teaching Claire stuff. Uh, and I I want to preface my milestone that I'm looking forward to with this. I love my children, and I look forward to each moment I get to spend with them and teach them things and do things. But my favorite, like not my favorite, the milestone I'm looking forward to the most is when they both move out and go somewhere else and live, so that. Mindy and I can have conversations during dinner time and we can can, like interact with each other and not have this constant battle for attention and other things. I can't wait. I look really look forward to it. Not in a way that I'm like missing out on what my kids are doing now. I'm totally in 100% like experiencing (laughs) life with them. I totally, you know, the stuff you brought up, Pat, I totally look forward to that being a part of that. But the milestone I look forward to the most is when they move out. And it's just Mindy and I again, and we get to really have fun. And it's cheaper. So that's what I got. Yeah, I can totally understand that. Um, like me, obviously, being in the like, like dating world now and coming on four months here, like like when we have dinner, like it's it's just me and her, you know? Like our whole entire lives are just me and her. We can just completely focus on each other and yeah. without interruption so like i'm on the very front end of that part like and i understand like it's a very nice thing like you have zero distractions you just can focus on the other person and it's just a completely different world uh, but i think for me as far as like milestones like that i'm looking forward to is i'm looking forward to creating milestones you know because i don't have one specific one that i'm looking forward to now mm-hmm. um just creating okay. milestones i think cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm sort of up in the air. Like I'm I'm excited for the time where, you know, I have my first child. Um I have my reservations about how I'll be able to handle certain aspects mm-hmm. of taking care of a child. Um but, you know, it'll it'll certainly be an exciting thing one day to yeah, have a child. And we got you back, home. buddy. Um, Pat and I'll be there all the way. Yeah, I wonder if your child. No, he's coming out with, with a, a beard. Mustache. He's going to be like a just a huge brown cotton ball, like just <laughs> popping right out of there. Mm. <laughs> just poof out. Full beard on the full beard on the kid. Full on, full on French wolf. Yep, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's funny. Uh, uh, well, do you guys have any other? Uh, any milestones to touch up on, or does that uh, pretty much cover cover it, cover it all, coveralls? Oof! Mm. Have you guys ever worn coveralls? I think that covers it. I have not. I've never owned a pair. Can't I've never owned a pair. You've accidentally owned a pair. Well, when I was a kid, I think I th- I'm pretty sure I had a pair. Oh yeah, that's true. I take that back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're all children in the eighties at one true. point. I mean, we all have yeah, pictures I take that of back. those. I definitely have worn them before. Oh yeah, good Denim stuff. Wonderland in the oh, 80s. it's the best when I when you see someone wear uh, uh, jeans and a jean jacket mm-hmm. nowadays. Oh, oh yeah, it's the best the the oh, Canadian yeah. tuxedo. Is Canadian that what you said? <laughs> Denim dynamos. Yeah. <laughs> all I can think of when I when I when I hear. Somebody say like denim jeans with a denim jacket is that scene in Billy Madison when he first gets to high school and and 
He's got the REO Speedwagon shirt on with the denim jacket and the. He pulls up like a Trans Am. Looks something special. I feel like we we reference Billy Madison almost every episode. <laughs> yep. Billy One Madison and Dumb and Dumber. Tommy Boy too. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all for this monumental discussion of milestones in our lives lives if you have enjoyed the discussion and hang with us uh, we would appreciate some positive feedback from you our listeners just take a few minutes give us an honest review and rating on itunes or apple music or whatever podcast service you use that allows such things uh it's just apple music now right not itunes uh we're still with itunes at this point but i feel like that's going to any moment now next right. month um, huge when, milestone. Uh, iOS. Huge milestone when it becomes yep. Apple yep. Music. Yep, when iOS 13 comes <laughs> out. Yeah. Uh, if you've already gotten on there and given us some feedback, rating, review, uh, and you want to go the extra mile, grab your friend or family member's cell phone or tablet right now and find us on their podcast service of choice. Subscribe. Leave a rating and review from them. You can kind of guess how they'll feel about it. So just go ahead. Just put it all in there. We would be put the feelers put the out feelers there. out there. We would be eternally grateful. Uh, also, remember if you'd like to join in on future episodes or connect with us in our most lovely GMG community, then check out the show notes. Click those links. Join our Discord server. Discord. I always say Discord every time. Go <laughs> to like, Discord. Just join the Discord server. It's great. Uh, we have dad jokes, heartfelt conversations, but. If Twitter is more your thing, you can find our handle at the GMG Podcast. Email us also at thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. Or if you want to practice your radio voice, you can even call us at 929-GMG. What's that last part, Ronnie? Mm, Great. Know. I'm glad you're <laughs> you're really making an effort for us. Appreciate it. Last part of the number or last part of life. Something else. Milestones. Mm, I don't know. I don't know Great. that. 929-GMG. <laughs> I don't know that either. Or, guys, call in, leave a message, ask a question. Let your voice be heard. You know what else should be heard? Mark's music options. So, Mark, save us with some beautiful music on Spotify. I will do my best. And, as always, you can search out on Spotify the Good Morning Guys morning playlist, as well as on Apple Music. Thank you so much, Bernabe, for handling things on the Apple Music side of things while I hold down the Spotify side. Uh, so for these submissions, or uh, these additions for the uh, for this week, uh, I tried to go with songs that kind of celebrate, um, you know, ways you can celebrate milestones, um, kind of that feeling. Um, and so uh, the songs that I will be adding this week are Queen's We Are the Champions, mm-hmm. Um, you so you know yes. if you're celebrating like a milestone like a like a, a game like a that you just won you know sporting event something mm-hmm. like that um it's an older one this is an 80s tune well so is we are the champions but um <laughs> starships nothing's gonna stop us have you ever heard that song yep nothing's gonna stop us How's- no no how's it go and we can build this thing. Oh yeah. oh yeah, from Mannequin. Yeah. Nothing's Got it. gonna stop us now. <laughs> from Mannequin. <laughs> wow, you're really showing That's your age cool. there. Talking about that movie. Nailed it. Mannequin. And then, uh, of course, uh, Imagine Dragons on top of the world. 
Nice. So, so yeah, cool. Those are the additions for the week. All right. Well, great and fantastic. All right, folks. Indeed. Talk at you again next week on podcast services around the globe. As we talk about Mark Boucher's belated birthday topic of choice, which surprisingly is not Superman, but instead... Poppycock is freaking Batman. It's Poppycock <laughs> Man himself, a.k.a. Batman. That's right, folks. There's nothing Poppycock nothing about Nothing at all. <laughs> Next week we were talking about Batman, the Cape Crusader, the greatest detective of all time. Alrighty then, Pat, Ronnie, J, Mark, and also you, our friends and family that also happen to be our listeners. Go get your good morning this week, and may God bless your lives. Did I say that right? Did, may God bless your lives. <laughs> I don't no, know. Just, <laughs> train wreck. It sounds right like you struggled end. through that one. I think I, it was did, guide and bless your lives normally, may right? May God guide and bless your lives. Oh, no. man, that totally. Bleh. So, Pat will go get out. your. He won't. Go get your good morning this week, <laughs> and may God bless and guide your lives as you live, as you work, and as you game. One, two, three, four. Yeah, baby. Ah, that didn't work at all. <laughs> you should crush these. Are you supposed to drink bit. it first? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh! I pinched my finger. All right, I'm not very good at this. My root beer. I wish we could have got that part on. Too record. bad. <laughs> this is the video of him drinking. <laughs> yeah. <crushing> <laughs> Too bad you didn't record it. Missed opportunity. Ah, oh, man. <laughs>